0: Will you fart your favorite song? Just a couple of bars to start the show. <laughs> I could do that. That's not gross, though. No. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Pounce and I'll do a duet. You she have, farts uh, constantly.
0: You have stuck your microphone up your own anus.
1: Yeah. Who hasn't?
0: Welcome to Armchair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Toph, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, avid sports fan and mediocre preseason predictor, Greg. Mediocre? You finished in the middle. Hey, Greg. What about all the stuff I won? That was in the regular season. I was the champion. Not in the preseason. Champ. Not your preseason picks. Okay.
1: You know,
0: I pre-season. Throw,
1: I give that one to Thelma. Thelma. Thelma took it home.
0: He was the champion. Yeah. He did better he than all home. of us. Yes, I he agree. did. Yeah. But you were in the middle. You were in I third place. I won the other two. You were in third place. I won two of three. I'm, I'm, I'm only referencing preseason picks. But that's fine. Yeah. I acknowledge that in the regular season and the postseason, you did great. I did fantastic. You came out on top in, the, in that regard. I can't believe you said I did great. Well, you did. You won, you won both. My, fa- my father finally accepting me. <laughs> Expressing <laughs> love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Greg, the season is over. It is. We've discussed the Super Bowl. We've put it in the books. Now, if you remember, and I don't know if you do or not, but the first week or two... Think I had a problem with memory? News was always part of our episodes, but the first couple of weeks, there was almost no news. And then all of a sudden, it cranked up, and it never slowed down. All the time. Yes. Nonstop news. Right. And so the reason we're here today is because we've got a bunch of news that really didn't pertain to the Super Bowl. Or leading up to the playoffs or anything like that. And so we've kind of held it out. Yes. And we're going to go back and revisit. Plus new stories, new big stories that have popped up very recently. I can't wait. Yes. And so Keith, this is for Keith. Keith loves news quick hits. Oh, he does. Okay. So this is Armchair Radio presents sports news quick hits. Wow. Just for you, Keith. Just for you, Keith. Even though you don't listen. (laughs) He does listen. Oh, yeah. That's right. And he's filled in for you.
1: That's right. Yes. So this is for you, Another Keith. person who is better than me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I could virtually just throw a rock out the window and hit someone mm-hmm. that the guy, they could fill in for you. Right. <laughs> okay, well, we've said this before, and it applies today as well. We've got a busy agenda, so let's go do, get started. We do. So let's get going. Okay. All right. We've got a lot to do today. Yes, we do. Let's start with NBA news, which is not something we talk about frequently on this no, show. No, it's not. What are we talking about? NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has asked New York City to re examine its current COVID vaccine mandates that prohibit unvaccinated players from playing in home games. Whoa. Now, possibly the highest profile example of that is Kyrie That's Irving. That's correct. So there's no result to that story. I didn't see any follow-up, but he's at least approached the city of New York to see if they would ease it on behalf of NBA players. They're going to they're soon. Yeah, they're going to have to. I
1: mean, it's, it's just going to happen.
0: He's also making progress, he says, on gathering support for an in-season tournament. Now, in my opinion, if you have a sport where you play 82 games and then you have to play four seven-game series to, to get to the championship, why would you wedge in a mid-season tournament? What is
1: that even for?
0: I don't know. Why would
1: you want mid-season tournament like what what are you where are you going with that?
0: Just another thing to play for in the but in the middle of the season. What are you playing for? That I mean the, the mid-season championship of the world? Nobody really understands it. In fact, I heard an interview earlier this week on the ticket with Mark Cuban. Yeah. He didn't elaborate because it was a short interview not in favor of a mid-season tournament. With all the injuries and this trend of, of load management where you're sitting players throughout the, a normal situation? Yeah. Why would you wedge in? A, I don't okay. see no point. It's the weirdest thing Maybe ever. I
1: just don't understand it. No, you don't. it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No, 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 no. There's nothing to understand. Oh, okay. It, it, it's as it's strange of Good. an idea as you think it is. Good that I do understand it. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Greg Popovich recently overtook Lenny Wilkins for second most all-time coaching wins with 1,333. Whoa. So he's now in second place and behind Don Shula close oh, okay. behind Don Nelson, <laughs> former Mavericks coach, right? He's only two wins behind. He'll behind never Don Nelson. make it. <laughs> I think he will. It's kind of like he, Tiger not making Jack's record. That's probably not going to happen, <laughs> but yeah, he only has to win two more games and then he's number one all time. And I think the other thing that's notable is that he did it with a, uh, a 66% winning percentage. Which, it would have been a
1: lot better if it was 69%, though. I
0: agree. That's considerably higher than anyone else in the top five for most wins. Yeah. So good for Pop. Good for him. I mean, he definitely in the conversation, for possibly for greatest NBA coach ever. Sure. I mean, at least in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely.
1: No.
0: Next! Something we talk about even less than basketball, Major League Baseball. But a couple of things have come out. Listeners may know that they're in a lockout right now because they're renegotiating the... Collective bargaining agreement, which happens every few years, and it's ugly, ugly, ugly every time they do it. Every time. Yes. It's never been cordial. It's never gone smoothly, at least in our lifetime. Right. Yeah. There may be some time in the past, but so Chicago Cubs right-hander Marcus Stroman is the latest major leaguer to slam MLB commissioner Rob Manfred, who's a very unpopular man.
1: Isn't he the one who kind of brushed over the whole um, Houston Astros thing, too? Yes.
0: Yes, he is. Uh-huh. As the lockout continues to drag out with spring training fast approaching, which they've already announced they're going, to delay, they're going to delay spring training, spring training games. So Marcus Stroman's quote was, man clown needs to stop ruining baseball. <laughs>
1: man clown. <laughs> yes. Wow.
0: Like it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Now, not related to the lockout, and this is kind of big news in my opinion, the MLB has adopted a universal DH. Oh. Now the DH has only been in place in the American League since 1973. Just adds a new position to the right? Yes, it does. Yeah. And it extends veterans' careers. Right. Yeah, so that I mean but that's that an I could play. Probably not. What? Why but not? that think it that's a I major major change. It's a possibility at least. It's a possibility. Yeah, thank you. you so among among your baseball skills, you think mm-hmm. your you think your hitting skills are the best?
1: Hmm
0: because <laughs> that's what allow you to play, as a result of this rule change.
1: Yeah, maybe my, maybe my catching. Okay, well my then, catching might be the best. All right, all right. is there a designated catcher?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or they think like the right the right fielder is about to catch right, a ball, so I can they catch sub out. Pretty well.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> my arm is pretty much dead by now, mm-hmm, so I right. can't say
0: throwing. All right. Next. Greg, the college football playoff will remain a four team format through 2025. Yep.
1: I think that's fine. I mean, are there really, there's, you usually can't name a bunch of other teams that like, it would go to eight, right? If it would, if it would go to anything
0: else. Well probably go to eight. As you know, this is a topic that the eighth ranked
1: team isn't gonna typically win that. I agree. You know, typically. I agree. Um I agree. And it's a little different than pro football.
0: Well, people that are in favor of expanding the playoff are pushing for twelve. They want they want it to go to twelve. Okay, that's ridiculous. I think ten, maybe ten. But anyway, this is a topic as you know, just the evol- the evolution of college football is something I've been following for a few years now. So this is a really a pretty big topic that we're not going to go into that deeply here. But I think I, I have a theory that I actually developed this morning. Oh, really? That I This think, morning? Yes. Wow. You ready? Okay, yeah. Because my own theory and opinions on this have expanded and evolved over okay. time, especially in the last couple of years. My latest theory is... Let's hear it. Get, throw it out there. Let I, me. I'm still workshopping this. I'm okay. still in my lab workshopping Maybe this. Maybe I can help you with it. Okay, I'm just going to throw it out. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. But my theory is, is that the reason why the The postseason of college football is so non-competitive, and why expanding it right now is not a good idea. I put it squarely in the lap of Nick Saban. I think if Nick Saban was not in the league, I think some of that some of that talent would be dispersed. Now, it doesn't say that Alabama would have another good coach, but not someone quite as dominant as Nick Saban. I think he completely changes the landscape of college football. I agree with you. Single-handedly. Yep. Just think about it. If if Alabama had a good coach, not the best coach ever, they'd be competitive, but they wouldn't win nearly as much. Mm-hmm. And I think the field would be open to more teams. And then if you expanded to 10 or 12 teams, I think that many teams could possibly have a shot. Right. Yeah, so, no, I agree. That's my theory as of this morning. And
1: let's let's admit, like Saban's a good coach. He's even a better recruiter. Yeah, he is. He's the best recruiter, maybe well, probably and, of all time.
0: And he's in I'm not I'm not even willing to say the best, because that could be argued maybe, but I'm just gonna say that it's the SEC is the most attractive conference yeah. in college football. Yeah. I think you can at least say that. That's right. the one the players wanna go to. Mm-hmm. There was an article. On a website called Saturday Down South, which I've never heard of, obviously, but huh. it follows college football and and um, the SEC specifically. There was an article written by Is it Matt... <laughs> no, Does by Matt, by by a a writer named Matt Hayes. Okay, if you can find, it's called First and Ten: The Future of College Football. Look that article up. He's got some really interesting theories on what's going to happen. Me to
1: look it up, look it up. Okay, Maybe Greg, I Greg will. look it up. Maybe I will.
0: Okay, or the listener, the listener can okay. look it up. Anyway, we'll check in with college football when there's, when there's more days. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Next. Greg, are you aware of the Super Golf League? Are you talking about the Saudi thing? Yeah, the Saudi league. That, that's it's pretty much dead now. I mean, as of I hear? as of this past week or so.
1: Like, as of this weekend, it's pretty much dead, I heard.
0: I haven't heard that necessarily, but basically, they've been trying to pull this together the last few years. They're trying to pull top-ranked players out of the PGA to go play right. in this league. Now they offered. So, for example, they offered Bryson DeChambeau 135 million. Did they just write him a check to join? Yeah, I guess so. He declined and committed this week to the PGA. Dustin Johnson fully committed to the PGA. Phil Mickelson uh-huh. is probably the most notable. Although he's, did you hear what he said too? Well, basically, he said this. No, don't don't say basically
1: with okay. this because there's... all right. So look it
0: up. Anyway, Phil Mickelson because he's mad at the pga for a handful of reasons is the one person the one notable golfer who took it the most seriously and was hoping other people would follow and that the that the super golf league would kind of grow legs in reality it's probably the same as like the usfl and other renegade leagues leagues and other sports that have popped up but yeah you're right he um he had a quote here recently that was pretty interesting
1: okay phil mickelson said they're scary mother effers to get involved with. We know they killed Kashigogi, What's his? Name? How do you? I don't know how to spell it. I'm not sure or how you pronounce it. I don't either. Who is the? Um, wasn't he the uh, Washington Post reporter? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? because there's a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the p g a tour operates
0: yes, so first of all that's a that's a shocking quote shocking yeah. also he probably burned any bridge he had with the Saudis <laughs> <laughs> and but also the way he's approached this is alienated much yeah of the rest of the golf community like uh rory, said, rory? yeah you that, know, that, i was gonna mention that. him yeah he's he was very outspoken recently right now the only one who also took a shot at the pga recently was charlie hoffman who was at the short end of a rule snafu but essentially a lot of the league has turned against phil nicholson right so. billy
1: horschel apparently just came out recently too on him
0: really yes yeah so I haven't heard officially that it's dead, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is. And that's kind of where this is going. Right. Yeah. Next. All right, let's start at the NFL. So many speculated, and maybe you and I even mentioned it, that the way the Rams became Super Bowl champs, the way they built their team would be followed soon after by a collapse. The Score published a really good article that I sent you, I don't know if you read it, explaining why that's not necessarily true. Now, we're not going to get into it, but I just want to reference it in case people want to go look it up. Again, looking something up. Yeah, you're always freaking telling
1: people to look stuff up.
0: <laughs> hey, you're guilty of that as well. I did it once. <laughs> Bear World? Yeah. <laughs> no, you told, once. you told me to look things up this season on this on this show. Yeah, but it was written in reference to that. Yeah, well, anyway, I thought that was a great article, and they made some interesting points about how the Rams may survive this and stay relevant.
1: Yeah, I think they can stay relevant for a period of time. I don't know how long
0: that'll be. <laughs> or if Sean McVay retires.
1: Well, I that, I, like we talked about that last time, I didn't. Think, I was like, "That ain't gonna happen." And I think it's pretty much said now that it's not gonna happen. Well, we'll it, it, we'll, get to, come, in, oh, yeah, we'll oh, get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that a little bit. Okay, yeah. let's forget forget what I just said and we'll go on. <laughs> Beep.
0: <laughs> Next, but um, I thought it was an interesting article, and I I thought they made some good points. Yes. Here's the deal with the NFL: you can always kick stuff down the road for a period of time. Yeah, but I think a lot of people made some claims that this thing, for sure, there's no way. Like, it was a one-and-done. If they won the Super Bowl, that's all they were going to get, and they are going to take a nosedive. Now, with some retirements that may happen, even among players... Right. I, mean, I, I don't, don't know. We'll see. I don't think Aaron Donald's retiring. He's still just dominant.
1: Yeah, I So, agree. um I think... I think... Uh, what's his name? Will retire. Um, Miller? No. Whitford? Uh, Whitworth? Whitworth, yes. Whitworth, I think, will retire. Miller have no clue but they don't, they don't even have him under contract for next year so oh I was gonna ask so does obj play at all next year
0: uh they haven't said I haven't heard haven't, I don't know
1: I don't know that if he's under contract with
0: I think he's a free agent next year too
1: so oh that's true so I don't think he would be able to play until late in the regular season to the
0: they may not have a roster spot for him
1: right. So, yeah. all right, wow. so go ahead.
0: ESPN extends the Manning-Cast deal through the 2024 yes. season. Good. That was an experiment that's turned into a smashing success. Yes. I told you, I
1: love watching them and will watch them for any regular games, yeah.
0: except for
1: when my team plays. I've never seen it. I need oh, to, it's great. I need to watch you it. You need to watch it. I do need to watch it. It's part it. of
0: our business. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL to stage first regular season game in Germany next season so this next arrangement is going to feature four games in germany between 2022 and 2025 and in 2022 next season there'll be one in germany three in england and one in mexico yep that's right i kind of like it mm, like it yeah
1: yeah unless you're the team traveling and it's the team's traveling i guess well it's gonna be the jaguars
0: right right <laughs> yeah they, they own every country right <laughs> Right. <laughs> except for the I S <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's going to be in Mexico, but the Cowboys have played there a number of times. They, well, it's, it's a pretty easy trip to Mexico. for Right. Cowboys. So maybe that Mexico game is a Cowboy game. I wouldn't be surprised going over to Europe. is a little more, a little difficult for sure, but not for the East coast teams. It's no. not too bad. No. Adrian Peterson arrested for domestic violence related to an incident on an airplane with his wife. As of last week. Yeah. What exactly happened? I never read that. I saw the, saw that pop up, but I never
1: even really got into it.
0: Basically, they got into an argument on an airplane. Uh-huh. He tried to yank her wedding ring off of her hand and he got in trouble.
1: For trying to yank her wedding ring? Well, I mean, they, I mean, I know he, he's, he he apparently a, he's apparently, he's a high
0: profile public figure. Well, I so, also had
1: the issue with his kid. Right. 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 Where, that's where he right. Had, uh,
0: Abused his kid. But that's essentially what happened. Now, He's not going to be charged with a felony, but he could still be facing misdemeanor charges. So he wasn't,
1: he didn't hit her or anything. He was trying to take it off her
0: No, and and even after the arrest, she tried to basically say, this doesn't need to be a legal matter and he doesn't need to be charged. But once you've been arrested and booked, then, right. unfortunately. Greg, the Denver Broncos are for sale.
1: Wow, I heard the the number, the, the starting number.
0: Yeah, so. Four Bs. They hope to complete the sale by the start of next season. Byron Allen, which is a very obscure name from the entertainment industry, is preparing a bid for the club, and if successful, he'll become the first Black principal owner in the NFL. Wow! Yeah, and according to Forbes, like you referenced, the Broncos are recently valued at three point seven five B billion. They might sell over four billion. I heard that they're expecting it to sell for over four Bs. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, how, how often does an NFL franchise come up for sale? That's not very frequent.
1: Well, apparently Miami's might.
0: <laughs> we'll get oh, to that. okay. We'll get to that. But before we do, how about the Roger Goodell contract extension? Now, this is interesting. There's a twist here because according to sources, the NFL is negotiating an extension with the NFL commissioner. I thought he just got extended. Oh. The current deal goes through the 2024 season. I think he got that in 2017. Okay. So, including incentives, he was paid sixty three point nine million dollars in each of the past two seasons. That is a—I heard it was like forty or forty five million. It was fifty percent more than that. That's unbelievable. Sixty four million dollars. That wow. is a gigantic amount of money. Yes, it's believe in agreement. That's
1: more than Mahomes makes a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting paid more than 50. any player on the field. Mahomes is fifty, right? Yeah. That's right. He signed a, He's making more than Mahomes a year. Way more than Mahomes a year. Yeah. Yeah, quite a bit more. <laughs> wow. Now, the report said it was believed that an agreement will be reached in the coming months. However, and here's the twist, NFL Vice President of Communications Brian McCarthy said there's no truth to the report at all, that there's no extension conversation going on at all. And then former league spokesperson Joe Lockhart said his extension in 2017 would be his last. Huh, so those are very, very different yes reports. So they didn't say who the source was on these extension talks right, but the VP of communications says there's no truth to it and the guy the guy that left, the former guy
1: is it like when Brady said there was no truth to his retirement as well? They want to break the story themselves <laughs> yeah I,
0: I guess, but he's either about to get extended. Or his contract's going to expire in 2024. <laughs> so one of those two things. <laughs> or it would be his last, which means they're going to re- replace him. So he's either going to ex- get extended or he's out after
1: 2024.
0: That's that's so weird. <laughs> isn't that, the, isn't yeah. that a weird aspect yeah. to that report? Yes. Yeah. Next! All right, Greg. Let's get into head coaching news. There's a lot of it, right? Well, there were nine head coaching vacancies and everyone has now filled their vacancies. So first of all, the Bengals extended Zach Taylor's contact through 2026. Probably a good call. Yeah. And here's the new hires. So the Raiders hired Patriots offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniel, Gosh. who had his first shot in Denver. That did not go well. It was well. failure.
1: Then he went, then he apparently took the job at an in Indy and then backed out at the last that's, second. That's I right. Mean, to me, you're like, I'm like, I'm not hiring that guy. I would never hire that guy.
0: Well, he's been hired by the Raiders. How have, how have Patriots assistants done you in know the that, past? That's the most fascinating thing about Bill Belichick's coaching tree, is that McVeigh is already spreading people from his staff Correct. all over the league. Correct. Including he's
1: been a head his coach opponent for, in the Super Bowl. That's right. Right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Really interesting.
1: There's not been one.
0: Well, it, not only has there not been one, but they've all been kind of failures. Yes. No success whatsoever. Right.
1: So why are you making out to be he's some
0: great potential coach? I don't know. And his name keeps coming up. He's always in the mix.
1: And after what he did to Indy?
0: Man, yeah. You'd be, there's no way I would give him a chance. Bears hired Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. He will be a failure. I'll just tell you that right now. Josh McDaniel? Yes. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Matt Eberflus. Failure. No, I like Eberflus. Actually, you do. Yeah. Well, uh, he's the Bears' new head coach. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how all these coaches do. I like
1: Eberflus. Yeah. He was with the Cowboys back in the day. Cowboys wanted to keep him. Ooh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Or I forgot. And he took the job in Indy, thinking he was going to be the to be the defensive coordinator with Josh McDaniels being the head coach, and then McDaniels <laughs>
0: backed out. He still
1: kept the position there.
0: Wow. Yeah. Denver Broncos hired Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, interesting. Now, of course, the speculation mm. at the time was they hired him to lure Aaron Rodgers. All right. Aaron Rodgers said there was nothing to it. Of course, he did. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers oh, later. Okay. The New York Giants hired Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable. Mm. Oh,
1: this is the one that kind of blew the whole,
0: <laughs> this this kind of changed
1: the whole world.
0: Uh, the Bryans? yeah. The story of the Bryans. yep.
1: This Double is check.
0: one This is one I'm interested to get your opinion on. The Jaguars hired Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl in Philly. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Doug Peterson? I think and it's a good
1: I think it's a good hire.
0: Do you think he's a good fit for what the Jags are trying to accomplish, I which is any success at I all? I didn't think he should be fired in Philly, actually. I didn't either. So, I think it's a good hire. This might be the hire that got the most attention from me. This I thought was the most curious. I think curious. it's a good hire. I think it is too. I yeah. think he might have some success there. Yeah, they got a lot of work to do on the personnel side. There's no question. And we don't really know if he's got a quarterback. He might. I think he's going to be—I'm not saying he's going to be a top-ten
1: quarterback. He's going to be a fine quarterback. Right. He's not going to be a bust. Joe Burrow? uh, What? He's not going to be Joe Burrow. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, the problem is he's had crap around him. Right. And— You gotta give him time. Last year was his first season. So we'll see what happens. I think he's gonna be fine. He could be really good. He might he might be just average, but he's I don't think he's gonna be terrible.
0: I agree with that. The Miami Dolphins hired San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. Yeah. I don't don't know anything about him. But so they got their guy after, in our opinion, firing Brian Flores for kinda no reason. Right. Probably should have kept Flores. Yeah. I agree. Now we've talked about this in previous episodes. The Texans hire Lovey Smith. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was not their choice. As a matter of fact, no one was talking to Lovey no. Smith. He was not on anyone's no list. No one wanted him. And now he's the Texans head right. coach.
1: The Texans, are they the biggest disaster in all of football? I think tied with the Jaguars. I almost think they're even worse than the Jags at this point. I mean they're whole
0: at this point they may be.
1: Yeah. They're a mess. They're a complete disaster. Think about it. With their quarterback, with their previous coach trading everybody away for nothing, yeah. like trading away Hopkins for a running back. I mean, they've they've made some of the worst personnel decisions under Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And they traded away Laramie Tunsil. They got Laramie Tunsil. Then Laramie Tunsil, they traded him for a bunch. And then Laramie Tunsil basically held them over the coals and and. That's right. Made them pay a ton to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything they've done has been a disaster.
0: Well, I, I think Levy Smith is an okay coach, but that's not going to go well. He's okay. That's not going to go well, and he's going to get fired. He's going to last. a oh, yeah, there's no doubt. handful of seasons, and he's no, going to be no, out. And no, I mean,
1: no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I guess there's a doubt, but no doubt in my mind.
0: The New Orleans Saints promoted defensive coordinator Dennis Allen to replace. Peyton as head coach, Yeah. My best friend, my best friend from right. high school and college. Right, we're super close even to this uh-huh. day. So I'm Correct. super happy for my very best good. friend, Dennis Allen. Did you give him a call, as soon of course. As he got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm making plans to go down there to see him, mm-hmm. celebrate. Yeah, yep. yeah. We're good buddies. But anyway, you know that that's his second head coaching opportunity. I think because he was in, uh, he coached the Raiders right for a number of seasons. Uh, great defensive coach. So best of luck to him. I thought this was. But he, they're they're in trouble. Yeah, they are.
1: I mean, he's almost destined to fail too. I know.
0: I, right? I felt a little bad for him. Actually, first of all, they
1: don't have a quarterback. No. And second of all, they're they're the most over the cap in the entire league. Oh, no. By far. Yeah. Like they're seventy something million, 72
0: or something over. The next closest was thirty something. They almost need to commit to him for like five years before even talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the guy's almost destined to fail.
0: I know. I thought about that immediately. It's just, there, he, he stepped into a bad situation. Yes. I think that's why Peyton left. I, I think right. that's part of it. It was calculated. He might be
1: partially burnout. out. I don't disagree with that. But there's no doubt in my mind that Peyton is, you know, he's. He's tired I mean, like he was he was tired, but he was also saw what the future held there. That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Unfortunately, I don't think Dennis Allen's gonna be successful there. Not because he's necessarily a bad head coach. I just don't think it's But a just good...
1: like Lovey Smith, in my opinion, there's no doubt he's destined to fail there too.
0: Yeah, I agree. Sadly. This was an interesting situation. So Jim Harbaugh who I-, I speculated was going to leave Michigan and come back into the NFL because of all these openings. So it was a perfect time for him to come back in. He only interviewed with one team, yeah. the Vikings.
1: He was a good coach when he was in the NFL.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And in fact, um, I don't remember what season, but we were speculating on a Harbaugh versus Harbaugh Super Bowl, Yeah. Which didn't happen, but it right. was close. Right. But I thought he was a but great he's coach. But he Yeah, he sure has. With Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, So he's proven. I mean, he was a proven NFL head coach. He interviews with one team, then announces that he's going to return to Michigan. He signed a big extension, and he also said he's not going to go. He's never going to consider it again. Right? Okay. Whatever. That's really. But why say that?
1: That's because you don't want your freaking fan base being pissed off at you. He he
0: apparently got turned down for the job. Is that what it was? That's what I heard. Okay. Well, but why, why didn't I mean, he interview with? Why didn't he interview with multiple teams? Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe no one else rep-
1: wanted him. Gosh,
0: is he that toxic of a personality? I don't know. Because that was one of the issues in San Francisco. Is that he, his personality was difficult? He he really butted heads with the organization, particularly the general manager at the time. Who was that? I don't remember. But that was there, that was a story.
1: Yeah. No, I know.
0: I mean, like he left on bad bad terms. Yeah. Minnesota did hire a coach. They finalized the hiring of 36-year-old offensive coordinator of the Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, Kevin O'Connell. Yes,
1: they sure did.
0: Are they just taking chic picks, or is that a good coaching hire? He looks incredibly young.
1: I don't know. Who knows, right? When you're picking a young coach, do you know?
0: Almost all these vacancies got filled by coordinators. Yeah. Really interesting to see who's going to be successful. Right. Dan Quinn, good news for the Cowboys, he interviewed for several positions and decided to stay with the Cowboys. I think that's, I'm happy about that. I'm very happy about it. Now, I wish that our offensive coordinator (laughs) would have gotten hired. I wish our head coach would have gotten hired away, (laughs) actually. (laughs) That's who I wish got hired away. Jeff Fisher resurfaces as the coach of the Michigan Panthers of the USFL, which kicks off in April, Greg. what's On a scale of one to 10, what's your interest in the USFL?
1: One to ten, mm-hmm. probably a zero point three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, because mine's a minus two. Okay, yeah, that's not going to be successful. No, no one's going to. Why watch. do they keep on doing this crap? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't understand it. And I guess, what, what's the name of that team?
0: The Michigan Panthers. I guess the Michigan Panthers
1: are looking to go five hundred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're trying to strive for? Because Fisher's the king of the five hundred right. team. Uh huh. That's true. That's true. And our final note in coaching news, the Steelers have added Brian Flores to their staff as a senior defensive assistant linebackers coach. And you know that I had to piss off the NFL. Yeah, you and I talked about this offline. Yeah. We talked about Flores. How we, yes. The NFL
1: basically didn't want Houston to hire Flores yeah, they, because they, they blocked his to,
0: hiring in Houston. We think we, th- we it's, had heard. It's quite possible that they right. blocked his hiring right. in Houston. But he gets hired by the Steelers. Are the Steelers, do they just have enough? Yeah, I mean, he's
1: assistant at this point, not a head coach, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, what is he?
0: What is he? a Senior defensive assistant slash linebacker coach. coach. Right, yeah, yeah. He's still a coach. So he got a job. I would have sworn if you're going to sue the NFL and three other franchises, you're not going to get hired for any position, but here he is. I mean, good for him. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm yeah. glad he got hired. But I thought it was a very interesting story, and, and you and I had, did have some conversation about that. Right. Next! All right. So in quarterback's news, this is a bit of old news, but Ben Roethlisberger shortly after the Super Bowl – I guess it was before the Super Bowl. Um, before. Yeah, made his retirement – It was
1: retirement. his last game, basically, I think is when he came That's
0: right. Off. So he made his retirement. He was balling and walking, walked true. around the stadium and all that. Yeah, so he – is officially retired after 18 seasons with the Steelers. And this again this is news from a couple Two weeks Super ago. Super Bowls, right? Yeah, that's right.
1: Boy, he was crap at the end, but he was he
0: was he was really good for a long
1: period of time. Yeah.
0: After the Packers were eliminated, Aaron Rodgers met with the team. Apparently that went well. They walked away from that meeting being cautiously optimistic that he will return. And then you sent me a tweet last night regarding a really cryptic does anything come out yet? I've been checking my phone recently. A really cryptic Instagram post by Rogers. Very weird. It sounded like like a like a statement you would make, you know, thanking a bunch of people as if you were going to retire, but right. he didn't. But he didn't retire. It sounded like a retirement message. Not yet. Right.
1: It was really weird. It he was, was really thanking weird. everybody.
0: Right. It was the kind of thing that should only be followed with. It's been great, but I'm. I'm officially retiring. But that's not what he, he didn't say anything like that at the end. Right. He just said kind of have a great day yeah. and be and be grateful. <laughs> Typical Aaron Rodgers nonsense.
1: So Rodgers apparently told the Pat McAfee show today there there will be no decision today. And then this guy goes, this guy is milking it so hard. Not surprised. And a lot of people are just think he's just doing it just to...
0: Well, and he originally tied it, he said he was going to let them know before they had to make other personnel decisions, particularly regarding Devontae Adams.
1: Right. Well, on today's the, I think today's the franchise tag day. I think that was part of what he was...
0: No. The franchise tag deadline is March the 8th. Is it? Maybe I was wrong. Those conversations may start today, but they have to be finalized by March the 8th. Huh. Okay. Next! Here's something else I want to talk about today. And this is a big part of what's going to happen in the offseason, Greg. And that's the quarterback carousel. Oh, yes. I want to go through this, and I want to get your feedback on on what you think. So, in my opinion, here's teams that definitely need a quarterback. Okay. Steelers. Yes. Definitely need a quarterback.
1: Oh, no doubt.
0: The Texans.
1: What What do they have now? Mason Rudolph?
0: Yeah. The Texans. Now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There were reports that Deshaun Watson was assessing his options. Watson denied it. The Bucks need a quarterback. Yep. Now, they've said that they're open with well, possibility. Well, Brady might come back,
1: so maybe they don't.
0: Right, so that's open. But short of Brady returning, they need a quarterback. Correct. We've already said the Saints need a yep, quarterback. Saints need one. So those teams definitely need them. Here's teams that might need a quarterback. Might, okay. The Broncos have Teddy Bridgewater. They don't seem no, committed to Broncos him. the Broncos need one. They're on the need, in my opinion. Okay, okay. The 49ers, Jimmy G took them pretty far in the playoffs. They seem perfectly fine to I le- think there are maybe. Yeah,
1: I agree with you. And they also drafted Trey Lance last year.
0: Right. Too. Third overall. So I don't know what they think of Trey Lance. Hall of Famer quarterback Joe Montana says Lance isn't ready, and he wishes that uh, Jimmy G would return. Okay. The Packers. They've got Jordan Love. We don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Let's just pretend Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. I would put Packers on a need a quarterback yes list.
1: if he doesn't come back I agree yeah. I,
0: I wouldn't commit to Jordan love absolutely that was a mistake Seahawks might need one might yep Cardinals yep might that's a developing story uh-huh is Kyler Murray upset with the team want, yeah, want to exactly go? is he I don't know but I put them on the maybe list the Browns Faker the team is, has not offered him an extension past the 2022 season. So he's under contract this year, this upcoming season. Right. They've not extended it. Right. I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't know. Unless he has a great season. Now he was riddled with injuries or he was faking it. Yeah, exactly. And the last one, because I don't think we've mentioned the team you're thinking of, but the Ravens. The Ravens have Lamar Jackson under contract through 2022. Do you extend Lamar Jackson and give him a huge contract?
1: Yes, they're going to do that.
0: Would you do it? They're going to do it. Would you do it? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Okay. And who's your team?
1: Uh, Washington. Uh, How is that not a for sure, let alone a maybe? You don't like Taylor Heineke? No, he's not the... They're trying to get somebody. They've been talking about trying trying to get Rodgers and... and and okay. Wilson, and everyone's on their list. They're saying that they would trade just about anything for a
0: quarterback. Well, right my now. next my next category of teams are teams that aren't sure if they like their quarterback. Well, so,
1: I'm just telling you right now, I even saw a, thing with, a tweet that said, Washington is willing to trade just about anything for a quarterback. So oh, they're wow. sure. Okay, they don't. all
0: right. I didn't see that. Yeah. So I had them on that list. I also had the Giants. Now, they just hired a new head coach, and he says he's willing to— See if Daniel Jones has something. So that's a weak commitment? To
1: me, in my opinion, that's a maybe.
0: Yeah, it is to me too. Yes. The Colts...
1: I think they're done
0: with that. I think they are too, but but they've got a major cap hit and dead money, associated with Carson Wentz. Yeah. But I don't think they like him. No. I think I think they'd love to get rid of him. No, yes. And the other one I put on this on this part of teams not sure if they like their quarterback is Miami. I don't think they're 100% sold on they're, Tua.
1: Well... We know that Flores wasn't because he was trying to trade him.
0: Right. Right.
1: So I don't know what the rest of the team thinks of him or not.
0: Well, that's why I put him on the, on the list of teams not sure if they like their quarterback. He's a maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, it's a ton. That's, yeah. yeah. Other questionable quarterbacks, in my opinion, although the team seemed to— Where have,
1: did you have Washington on the list?
0: On teams not sure if they like their quarterback. Okay. Not sure, but it sounds like you've determined that they definitively do not like Taylor Heineke.
1: I think they think he's a backup quarterback.
0: I think which he's is a, fair. I think he's a solid backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, just fair. Other teams that have questionable quarterbacks, although they've committed to them, one is the Jets. Now, Zach Wilson had some good moments this season. Yeah, it's he's only too, second. in my
1: opinion, it's too hard to tell after a rookie year.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. So he's entering a second year. And the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Now, I would not commit to Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's a good quarterback. At the moment, the Eagles have committed to him. Yeah,
1: and they're going to say that whether they have or they haven't at this point. Right. right. I mean, they're not going to say, yeah, we're not committed to Jalen Hurts when they're trying to help a young quarterback.
0: Right. I agree. So the last Category on my list is teams that should consider a change, and this is just my opinion. So I'm going to run these by you Detroit and Jared Goff. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. Now they're stuck with him for at least one more season, but they need a quarterback. Yes. In my opinion, the Vikings yes should consider a new quarterback. Now their new coaches. I mean, the is, problem is O'Connell has said he's excited to work with What with are they going to do? Yeah. You know, what are they really going to do? And Kirk Cousins is set to make $47 million this next season. Seriously? 47? 43? Maybe it's 43. Over 40 million. That's ridiculous. Yes. The Panthers. The Panthers probably yeah, need, a they need a quarterback. Now, they're stuck with Sam Darnold for one more year. Sam Darnold has been proven that he's not good. No. Cam Newton, he's a free agent after next season, but neither one of those guys are any good.
1: Wait, Cam Newton is signed for this year?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, he is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, when they brought him back, they signed him to a multi- the, Why? Re- the rest of the current season plus another season. Why? I have no idea. Nostalgia? That makes zero sense. I Why wouldn't know. they sign him for the year? I don't
1: it's know. It's not like he had any other
0: offers. Right? No, none. No, he was about to go get a job at Home Depot. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, I was shocked by that. I was like, through next year. I didn't realize that either.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: And then in my opinion, this is an urgent but it is a team that probably should consider it a new quarterback. The Falcons. Yeah. I think, I Matt, mean, like, I think Matt Ryan is pretty close. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, aren't there? A lot. Yeah. That's two thirds of the, of the teams probably. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Terod Taylor, Trevor Simeon, and Colt McCoy all have contracts that expire in March. Like in a week or two. Okay. So if you like any of those guys, if you want to add no. any of them to your roster no. as backups, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure if I'd want all of them as a no, backup. Not
1: all of them, but qu- quite a few,
0: I yeah. would say. The major- I would take Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy's
1: a good backup.
0: He's my Andy me.
1: Dalton's a good backup. Uh, he's a fine backup
0: in a good organization. Yeah. On a bad team, yeah. he's a disaster. Right. I also don't think Jacoby Brissett's bad. I might take him as a backup. Okay. Yeah. And honestly... He's decent. Honestly, Terod Taylor and Trevor Simeon have had good moments. They're serviceable for a couple games. I don't want them to play for half a season. Right. Egregious. I think Dalton and Winston are probably my least favorite on that list. Although Winston had some flashes of... Yeah. I mean... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. They're available. And at large... Now, we mentioned Deshaun Watson. I don't think I would consider him at large anymore. But Tom Brady. Tom Brady... Right. He's out there. Yeah. There you go. There you go, folks. Now, quarterbacks, of course, aren't the only players moving around in the offseason. And we won't get into the list, but the score published a really good article online with the NFL's top 25 free agents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So NFL fans, go check out that article. Pretty good players on that list that are available. They sure are. Okay, Greg. Now look what it I Are wanna... <laughs> you telling people to look it up again?
1: Well, I mean, Listeners, you don't have to take that.
0: You started it. No, you started with
1: Bear World. That was a long time ago. That was just to you. I wasn't telling the listener.
0: <laughs> okay, that's that's splitting hairs in my it's opinion. It's a valid point. It is a valid point. Next! All right, now I'd like to touch on some ongoing stories, Greg. Okay. Dolphin's owner, and this is going to dovetail into the last story we're going to discuss. Dolphin's owner, Stephen Ross could lose his franchise if the NFL probe, there's an ongoing NFL probe to prove the tanking allegations made by former head coach Brian Flores. Right. I don't know where paying your head coach to tank games, you know, ranks on the list of reasons a a franchise owner would lose his team, but we're going to get into a couple more stories why I don't think that it it should.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, first of all, you know that, when teams are losing, a lot of them try to lose.
0: For sure, that, that's why I think it's such a dumb. A, a,
1: now, if you're if you're if you're taking games and um, tanking for other purposes other than for your own benefit, it's a different story.
0: Such as gambling, things yeah. like that. I was going to say know. gambling. Yeah. If you're gambling on games, right. you should lose your franchise. Right.
1: But if you're doing it for the benefit of your
0: franchise to try to get the best player in the draft, you know what? That's great. It's a great. It's a great area. It is. And you certain. In my opinion, you certainly shouldn't be at risk of losing your franchise. Maybe you should get right. fined.
1: Now, if you're paying the guy to do it, though, that's a little bit different story. Rather than saying, mm. rather than saying, "Hey, I want to make sure we lose these games," and and you know, I think it's because it, I want the best draft pick we can possibly get. I want to get, you know the best quarterback available.
0: It's an added dimension for sure, but I don't think it's it still doesn't elevate it to you should be at risk of losing your team. Right. To me, you should maybe lose some draft picks, maybe get fined, maybe some kind of sanction or penalty, but not losing your team. That's ridiculous. So we're going to put but a But pin- you
1: know that other teams have done it many a times. Of course. Tanked.
0: There's no question in all sports.
1: Right. Exactly. What about the what about the uh New York Knicks to get
0: um Ewing? Ewing, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's legendary. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to put a pin in that story because it's going to dovetail in a couple other things.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: Next. So, speaking of owners that should lose their teams, there's been some updates in the story around the commanders.
1: Oh, yes. Is there anything new since last time we kind oh, yeah. of discussed it?
0: Oh, yes. Really?
1: Yes. So, because so, we discussed it with on the last episode. Was it the last episode? I think it was.
0: How yeah. Snyder's going to investigate himself, and the NFL said, no, you can't investigate yourself. Yes. Well, now they've hired former SEC chair Mary Jo White to investigate Commander Who Snyder. Who hired? The NFL. Okay. The NFL is... F- what does that matter? Well, and also... The NFL did the last thing. Well, and they're, they're partnered together in this whole situation. Right. NFL, Leg- The, legally. the legally.
1: NFL said, oh, we're not going to do a report unless Snyder says it's okay. Well, well, what well we're not s- going to publish
0: the report. Well, what it said was, is well, that there, were, there was no report. <laughs> That's what they initially <laughs> first. They said. said there was no report. Right. Then they said we can't release the report because uh, to protect of
1: protecting
0: yes, people or, involved. Right. Which you
1: could have just blanked out people's names. It just redacted. It right. happens all the time. Yes. Then, then, and, and
0: then, some of the other people were like, "We don't care. Do it." No. Not only did they not care, but they wanted it yeah, released. Right. Then they said there wasn't a report. Good point. They did say we want, they were yes. release. Didn't yeah. happen. Not that they didn't care. Then they said no, no, no. We can't release it because we we're in a joint agreement with the commanders that it can only be released if both both parties, parties say, agree to it. Which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It is the mo- yeah the whole story. And then he comes out. Oh, cause so then so then this individual thing just regarding Snyder comes out. Right. The, and the woman accused
1: him of that's personally right. That's right. doing it. And was that in like was she just testifying before Congress for that? She was testifying somewhere. Yeah,
0: that maybe, I saw it. Maybe that was in front of the oversight committee. Maybe. In any case. And then so they say, Snyder okay, says he's gonna He's gonna investigate, investigate himself. it.
1: <laughs> then the NFL, NFL says, says you can't investigate yourself at that point, because right. at that point it was just ridiculous. Uh huh. And then now the NFL's doing it again. Now the NFL's going to investigate. And they already investigated it and well, didn't
0: publish anything. But this is a different thing, different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know where this is going, right? <laughs> Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, it says White will detail her findings in a written report which will be released to the public. Uh-huh. So we'll right. see if that happens. Right. Now, a little background on her. She previously conducted an NFL investigation into allegations against former Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson. Who did lose his franchise, and that was over basically racism. Okay, if you remember that, yes, yes, but, I do. I mean, in my memory, that's the only NFL owner that's ever lost his franchise. Yeah. Now it happened uh, several years ago in, in the NBA, NBA. Donald Sterling. That's right. Yeah. Which is a very fun story to follow. Yeah, oh gosh! But not in the NFL. Not 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 my look lifetime. Look up the look up the uh, audio. On the, <laughs> yes, yeah, I do when he's talking to yeah, his do. girlfriend. Right. Mm-hmm, that's right. It's pretty fantastic. Uh-huh. Next! Okay. So that's that story. So let's put that aside. Now remember, the Miami story with Stephen Ross, the Commander story, and this story are all sort of related. Right. The next story is the Cowboys voyeurism payout. Right. Now would you like to summarize this, or do you want me to do it? Basically, the story go. apparently I heard
1: something else too, but... The person is Rich Dalrymple.
0: Yeah, who was the, what was the media? His official title is Senior Vice President of Public Relations. Public Relations. Yeah. Now, now he's been with them a long time. Thirty-two years. Now, now he came over. He worked with Jimmy Johnson in Miami Uh with the Hurricanes, and when Jimmy was hired as the head coach of the Cowboys, he brought Rich with him, and he's been with. He's basically Jerry's right hand man. Yes, like he's probably a top five guy. Mm -hmm. He's probably the highest ranking guy that's not an actual member of the Jones family. And he retired
1: right before this article came out.
0: During the investigation for this article, but before it was released after 32 years. Just out of nowhere, he just retires. Yes. The story goes...
1: Apparently, one of the one of the there were two incidents right? that happened in 2015. But one of them was there were four of the cheerleaders in a dressing room that wasn't officially a dressing room, I guess. And then they heard a door open. and They said, "Hey, we're in here getting dressed." Mm-hmm. And then didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything, and no one said anything. And said didn't hear a door shut or anything and they kind of saw a camera peep or like a phone peeping around the corner. Yes.
0: Now they're changing clothes. Right. They're at an event right. at the stadium. Right. Right. And
1: so then then they kind of walked over there and then the person
0: turns around, starts to walk out the door and they they saw who it was. No, yeah, they identified yes. Rich Dalrymple. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. So he was crouched behind a half wall right. filming them changing clothes. Right. Yes. Well,
1: he says it was misunderstanding
0: well yeah he claimed that he went in there realized they were in there and left seconds later like immediately said oh you know right it was a mis- misunderstanding right right. that's what he says that's right so he went in the wrong room or whatever right. something but he's he knows that facility pretty well right right and then there was a second maybe even stranger allegation was this that hap- skirt? yes that happened of a few a, Jerry's daughter yes <laughs> So, the second allegation actually happened a few months before that, mm-hmm. during the NFL draft. Supposedly, there was a school teacher from Shreveport, Louisiana, and this is 2015, who was a big Cowboys fan, was watching the live feed of the Cowboys draft room and says that he saw Rich Dalrymple using his phone to take an upskirt photo of jerry's daughter charlotte jones hmm. yes and he does anybody have this like and he tried to reach out to her via facebook no response but he signed an affidavit with that statement making that allegation so it's not like he just floated it, it out there. but it
1: was on video right yes so shouldn't it be out there somewhere why have we not seen that
0: so this may sound familiar greg the Cowboys, so after those two incidences. Wait, wait, so was there any video or not? I'll get to that.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know if you've noticed this, but every podcast we've done, I've done upskirts on you, every single one of them.
0: I've actually encouraged that. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. I'd like to see those uh-huh. someday. <laughs>
1: Just nuts hanging out all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why we're um kilts right. to all of our recordings. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the only time I wear a kilt Mm -hmm. when we record a podcast. Right. So, Greg, this may sound familiar, but after those two incidences, the Cowboys conducted their own internal investigation and found no wrongdoing related to either one. Right, but they paid out. But they paid out $2.4 million to the cheerleaders. Now, you could make the point that, because the NFL's come out and said...
1: And he stayed on with the team.
0: Yes. He stayed with the team for another six years after this. On February 2nd, he told the Dallas Morning News of his immediate retirement after 32 years as Jerry Jones, chief spokesman and confidant. You mentioned his retirement came several weeks after ESPN began interviewing people about the alleged incidents and just days after ESPN contacted attorneys involved in the settlement. The NFL came out last week and said they have no plans to investigate. Right. Not even plans to investigate. Right. So even though regarding other situations, Goodell has said, you can't investigate yourself. The Cowboys did investigate themselves. The league's not going to do anything. They're going to take no action whatsoever. Correct.
1: Does it matter now that the guy's gone, though, that did these things? What do
0: you mean, does it matter? Like...
1: For example, if it was Jerry who did it, it's a little different,
0: right? I guess. Yes. Yeah, of course. He's the owner. I know. Or, that, ma- or maybe Stephen Jones.
1: Now, no, the thing is, they let it happen for they let it him stay on for six years. So there's there's the like if they had done it immediately and got rid of him right. when this happened, I guess it's a different story. Then they've done their job getting rid of the person who caused these issues, right? It's true, yeah. But they let him stay on for six years. Now, don't get me wrong; they at this point we don't know if this guy did anything wrong or not. It doesn't look good. That's a good point. You can't just sit there and say somebody did something. It's like it's like the whole thing with Deshaun Watson. It's really hard to say that he did anything wrong, right? But it doesn't look good. When you've got 22 accusers.
0: Yes. But I'm not going to say the guy's guilty. That's right. That's right. Okay. Let me just ask your opinion, because okay. I think your opinion on the Deshaun Watson situation is that if you've got 22 accusers, you've done at least something wrong. Right. That deserves some sort of something. Probably. The likelihood of you having to have done something is pretty high. Right. Correct. Okay. So I, and I think I agree with you. What are my you.
1: thoughts here? Is that what you're saying?
0: Let me just ask a very simple question: Do you think Rich Dalrymple did either of these yes, two things? Yes, probably both. You think he did both? Yeah, probably. You think on a live draft feed he took an upskirt photo of Charlotte Jones Anderson? I think he might have. See, that's that's my opinion too. Yeah. See. Now, I think I think the upskirt thing is a little harder. Yeah, because if you're watching on a live feed on your laptop, right. like that's. Unless you clearly see him do that on a video, that's a really hard thing to. Right. Like he could have been doing anything with his phone, right? So that's a little hazier. I think he did the cheerleader thing. Yes. Now, the, I mean,
1: there's not going to be four cheerleaders probably going seeing a phone peek around a corner okay, while they're so getting
0: you, dressed. So you asked what evidence they have or not have. So when, but I also know
1: you can't just you can't just say somebody's guilty without proving them. There's guilty. no question. You can't just say. This person did something to me. Right. Just take it for that. That's the truth.
0: No question about it. You just can't do that. It's really dangerous.
1: It's very dangerous. Yes. Because someone could have vendetta over somebody for whatever reason. Which happens all the time. And you don't know. And they could ruin somebody's life over it. That's right. Now, if they're able to prove something that somebody did something wrong and they should get the full brunt of whatever they, you know, whatever happens. No doubt.
0: Well... Don Vanatta, who is the author of this article, and has investigated other things previously, like he's got a long resume, Mm -hmm. a lot of credibility. In his investigation, he asked for uh, the video because the way that the upskirt situation came to light is when the cheerleaders' attorneys were digging for anything else and they discovered that incident. And supposedly they have that video, which they did not share with Don Vanetta. Additionally... And I I think this is pretty interesting. And this is part of what makes investigating yourself problematic is that he requested from the Cowboys because it's a key card system on the door. So if Rich went in there, you know exactly what time he went in there and you've got cameras outside that locker room that would show when he came out.
1: Well, that's true, but I don't think he's denying going in there, right? No,
0: no, no, no. He's not denying going in. The question at hand, which probably changes the entire story, is if you can prove how long he was in well, there. Well,
1: I don't think even the the problem with that is, though, is that I don't even think the cheerleaders were saying that he was in there for a long period of time. They heard the door. From what I understand, the door opened. There was nothing, no noise after that. They said, we're in here. And then they saw a camera, they walked over there, and then he was walking out. So it's not
0: like that. That would have been a long
1: period of time.
0: I agree. It's very close. Yeah. However, the scenario of, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, and then rushing back out, that's probably 10 or 15 seconds. The time to go in there... It's hard to delineate that. Put, that well, but, Let's say it, it was
1: 30 seconds compared
0: to 15. I don't think it's 30 seconds. It'd be my, well, it, I, we don't know. That's the point, is that if you had the time he, he swiped it, and camera showing how long. Right. My guess is it's going to be a minute or two versus less than 30 seconds. Right. If you go in there and you hear somebody kind of in a panic say, hey, we're in here, That's that doesn't take 30 seconds. Right. It really doesn't. Yeah. So it's probably 15 or 20 seconds versus maybe close to a minute or two. Yeah. Maybe longer. Right. To position yourself behind a half wall, start shooting a camera, and you're you're shooting it long enough that because they just dismissed it, right? They just went back to changing clothes. Right. I think that time difference is going to be significant and meaningful. In my opinion, but the Cowboys won't. it might be, uh, it, it might uh, be.
1: My, for my opinion, I thought it was like a bang bang thing anyway, so that he probably
0: didn't get a lot on camera, and you're not going to know a difference that way. Maybe not, but that's the one piece of information that could change. I think it's going to be very
1: difficult to prove. Let's put it that way.
0: Unless you, well, I don't know how long that time the time difference is. Yeah, but when they investigate themselves, they say no, no we've already done this. If someone else comes in and does an independent investigation from outside, they might be able to compel them to provide that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And also, they examine Cameras are everywhere, too. Right. Right. Probably where they were getting dressed. Maybe. I'm with you. Everything you said about characterizing your opinion about it, I agree with. Yeah. I think it's dangerous to say a guy's guilty without knowing for sure. But also, I think he did it. And my follow-up question to that is, do you think he's done stuff like that before? I would say if he did it then, he probably had done it before. I do, too. Yes. I do, too. I'd be
1: looking for holes in the woman's dressing room.
0: (laughs) Well, they did hire forensics, digital forensics, to go through his cell phone, and they they didn't find anything. There was a question of whether or not he has a second cell phone. Yeah. Now, he said he didn't, but a lot of guys that are in positions like that have a personal cell phone and a work cell phone. He claims he doesn't have an additional cell phone. I think that's flimsy. Those are the things that make this very questionable. Right. Okay, well, that's that. And, and now you can see why all these, all these incidents are kind of linked, because these are, they're similar in nature, right. and the, the way that the league is handling them seems to be very different.
1: Yeah, a lot of it has to do with the cheerleaders, huh, too? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately for them. I think that's, it's really a terrible situation for them. Yeah. Next! That's most of our news. The only thing left is some important dates heading into the offseason. So as we mentioned previously, March the 8th is the deadline for putting the franchise tag on a player. March the 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern is the start of the league year, of the next league year, and the start of free agency. So that's March 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And then on April 28th through the 30th is the 2022 NFL Draft Draft in Las Vegas. That's what's in the near future for the NFL. More importantly, what's ahead for our show? That's what the listener wants to know. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to downshift and we're not going to do episodes quite as often. We're certainly not going to do weekly episodes. So here's probably what we're going to do over the next few months. So in March, we may cover March madness and you and I may do an episode. If there's any big NFL news, if there's news sports news that needs to be covered, we'll get back together and we'll talk about it. Right. In April, I have tentative plans to do an NBA playoff preview in early May. You and I will discuss the results of the draft, the NFL draft in late May. I'll look back on the NBA playoffs and do a finals preview. In June, we'll recap the NBA finals. In July, you and I haven't talked about it, but we may do an NFL training camp preview, teams going into training camp, what their rosters look like, where the quarterbacks landed, that sort of thing. Okay. We're probably going to take August off. Probably not Again, unless there's huge news. So if I,
1: if I book my trip to Italy, it should be in August? should be in August, yes.
0: Okay. Yes. Otherwise I have to get a sub, Okay. which for me, I don't mind that at all. That's have, true. I have plenty of actually the listener subs.
1: doesn't mind it no, actually but,
0: prefers it. Yeah. We actually get, yeah, we get better results right. when you're not here much higher. And then in September, everything starts over and we'll do our 2022 NFL prediction show and kick off the next season. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we got coming up. All right. Pretty exciting. Congratulations, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything, we've, we've at least completed the NFL season, it an NFL season. <laughs> yeah. Just barely. Yeah, barely is right. All right, listener, that's all we have for you today on this edition of Armchair Radio. Some brief credits before we go. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair. The number for the hotline is 405 355 If you like the show, tell your friends and please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rood for our custom logo. Until next time, I'm TOF. He's Craig. And this is Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beer production.
1: See you later, everybody.